Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. What's going on guys and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Bikini Radio and today we're going to be talking about the top four excuses that I hear from people on why they can't achieve their fitness goals and this podcast I'm going to let you guys know it might offend some of you. Maybe you've used one of these excuses before. I know that I've used one of these excuses before and if you did let me know. DM me on Instagram, shoot me a DM at Nicole Fair Fitness, letting me know what excuse that you used to struggle with and or are still struggling with. But I'm going to be talking about these different excuses and how to kind of rephrase them and look at them in a different way and help you overcome these really common excuses. So let's dive into this. The first one is going to be, I don't have time. I feel like this excuse should just be rephrased to, I, it's not a priority to me because that's basically all I hear. I've worked with women who have, you know, four kids and run million dollar companies. I've worked with women who are in nursing school and are wives and ha- also have kids and make it work. I've worked with women who are full time in college and have a full time job and relationships and they still make it work. So time is really just an excuse that you've made in your head. And What's interesting with fitness is it should fit into your life. And when you're trying to change your life, you have to look at how you can make it again, fit into your lifestyle. For example, if you're saying you don't have time and you're not tracking your intake, well, you're going to eat for the day. So it's not that hard to just put it in a tracking app. Um, If you say that you can't work out, I can promise you that you're probably watching some sort of TV show or BSing on social media where you can find 30 minutes to get a workout in, even if it's at your workplace with bands and body weight. So the whole time thing, you just need to rephrase it and literally tell yourself it's not a priority right now. Because if you stop yourself and make yourself rephrase it that way, it'll kind of get your gears going on, okay, well, I want to make it a priority. So how are you going to plan to make it a priority? If you can't work out, um, you know, in the morning, can you in the afternoon? Can you in the evening? Can you set your alarm a little bit earlier and wake up at, you know, 5, 6 a.m. and get that workout in? Again, you can make it work. And just because you feel like you don't have quote unquote time doesn't mean that you have to be like the fitness influencer where you're working out six to seven days a week, like hour to two hour long workouts. Like that doesn't have to be you. And that's okay. If you can get a 30 to 45 minute workout in, that's going to be great. And then with the time and food, it's there's so much convenience now, but healthy convenience. So if you don't have time, buy, you know, some meal prep service companies like meals. So like Icon Meals or MegaFit Meals and you can get your chicken cooked for you and you can get your veggies cooked for you. You can buy microwavable rice, microwavable veggies that are frozen. You can buy, you know, chicken that's already pre-cooked. Egg whites, whole eggs, like you can easily make this work for you. You just have to think a little bit harder and figure out more convenience-based things to help fit in those meals. So 
times a big one that I hear. Again, I think that a lot of people just need to not over overwhelm themselves and realize that if someone else can do it, they can do it too. Okay, so the next excuse that I hear is my family doesn't eat healthy. Okay, newsflash, most people's families don't eat super healthy, including my own. But if you're a grown adult, which I would assume that you're probably over the age of 18 and you buy your own food and you, you know, cook for yourself, then your family doesn't necessarily have influence over what you're eating at every single meal. And your family and your friends should respect you. So your friends and family should be supportive of you and your fitness goals. And although, you know, it can be uncomfortable maybe doing something that you used to, so like saying no to the extra drink or making a healthier choice at a restaurant, if a family member makes a comment, just use that as an opportunity to educate them on why you're deciding to make those choices for yourself. So if you're trying to eat healthier or feel better or lose weight, explain those goals to them. And again, they should be really respectful of it. And if they're not, then you're just going to have to create a backbone and learn how to ignore them. It's kind of weird to think that people will eat food to make someone else happy. I just think that's really bizarre. Um, I'm not going to eat a burger and fries to make someone else happy if that's not what I want, if I want something else on the menu. Um, Just like when I was in college. So like college kids find, I find that they get themselves in these drinking situations where they feel peer pressured to drink. Um, And I always like didn't care to say no, didn't care to say yeah, I don't feel like drinking, even though I was of legal age. I just didn't feel like drinking like how typical college kids drink. It just was not my thing. And I think a lot of like younger kids feel like they have to say yes because they want to feel cool and they want to fit in. And it's human nature to want to be accepted and want to fit in. But again, you know, if you're making a change and you know that it's going to be positive for your overall health, and we're talking physical health and mental health here, then I would say, you know, you just got to stick up for yourself and explain, again, educate, explain what it is and why you're doing it and why it's important to you. Okay, so excuse number three is uh, the gym intimidates me or I don't have a gym membership. If you guys are new here, which I don't think many people are new here, but hello, welcome to quarantine. When a lot of us were working out from home, you can make progress at home, okay? You do not need a gym membership to get stronger. You do not need a gym membership to see progress. You can be working out at home, and I'd recommend getting a set of bands. Um, Hopefully, things are starting to restock because I know that a lot of places were sold out for a prolonged period of time. But you can get some bands, some small ones, some long ones, some bands of handles. I'd recommend getting a door hook and a set of dumbbells. You know, we're probably going to have to invest around $100 in gym equipment. But you can get, you know, some decent workouts at home where you don't need a gym membership. Um, And if you're intimidated to go to the gym, this is when I would recommend having like a gym buddy to go with you, even if that's a significant other or a friend, I think that could be really helpful for you. And if you also have, you know, the means to spend on a personal trainer, a personal trainer can help bring you confidence when it comes to utilizing gym equipment, navigating the gym, 
and performing exercises properly. A lot of people's um, lack of confidence in the gym comes from feeling like they're going to be judged and not accepted. Again, it sounds a lot like the family and friends excuse, but um, with the gym, if you learn how to move properly, your your fear is going to kind of dissipate because you're going to have the confidence on how to perform certain movements. And this is something that I wish I invested in because I was really intimidated to go to the gym at first. Um, I just did in the last podcast episode, I did a whole podcast episode on how I used to be a cardio bunny and I was so fearful of weight training. But if I would have just, you know, invested in a personal trainer right off the bat, then I would have had a lot more confidence and been able to go into that side of the gym and not feel like everyone was judging me. So you don't need a gym membership to make progress. Again, would having a gym membership be ideal? Yes, because you're going to get more variety in there. Um, you're going to be able to have more weight. And I'm assuming that not everybody has, you know, five to $7,000 to spend on at-home gym equipment. So I would recommend getting a gym membership. And if you do and you're still working on your confidence level, again, get a gym buddy and or hire a personal trainer. The last excuse that I hear a lot is I'm too tired, okay? And a lot of this fatigue is not physical fatigue. This fatigue is from life. This fatigue is from work. The fatigue is from, you know, taking care of the kids all day. And think about it. If you're at your nine to five and you've had a stressful day at work, you have, you know, maybe a lot of um, emails to do or projects that you're on, you're going to feel extra tired and stressed because your brain is working throughout the day, which it does make your body tired. Um, If you don't have a full-time job, if you went to college or, you know, took a hard test in high school, I'm sure that you guys can recall feeling really exhausted after certain exams. I know that after I take a chemistry exam or even anatomy exam, I would feel like I needed a nap because I was working my brain so hard during those exams to make sure that I got good grades and I got the questions correct. So if you are feeling mentally tired, you have to call yourself out on, oh, I'm not too tired. It's the fact that I'm mentally fatigued. And if you're mentally fatigued, that's when you can still get a workout in, but drop your intensity a little bit. Again, any movement's going to be better than no movement at all. And let's say you're just super tired. It would be better for you to get some sort of walking, some sort of movement in throughout the day just to get your body moving. And if anything, that's going to help, you know, decrease a little bit of anxiety and internal stress that you might feel in your body. So if you're too tired, again, you have to figure out, like pinpoint where that fatigue is coming from. And if it's not physical fatigue, so like a physical fatigue thing could be like, I did yard work all day, or I was helping my friend move or I moved. Like I just recently moved and moved a bunch of boxes. My body was fatigued for like at least four days after that. And that's like real physical fatigue. Um, But if you're too tired, again, maybe you do need a rest day. If you are consistently training, if you're training like, you know, five to six times a week, maybe you do need a rest day. But if you know that you're just kind of, you know, low key um, throwing an excuse at yourself, then you should understand, you know, that your fatigue is probably more mental and it's just like a limiting belief that you're setting for yourself. And Again, with all these excuses, you are capable of overcoming them. And it's really important to give yourself some tough love and discipline and call yourself out on it. Um, 
if you don't have the time, I'm sure you guys have all heard that quote, if you don't have the time, make the time. If your family doesn't, you know, eat healthy the way you want them to, again, it's their life, it's their choice. And again, your body is your choice. So if you want to eat healthy, if you want to, you know, work out the way you do, that's up to you. And that's no one else's responsibility. I know when I started my fitness journey, I never expected for my family members to follow me. I never expected for my best friends to follow me. I never expected for my significant others to follow me. Like I just let them do what they wanted to do. Like I've gone out to bars with my girlfriends while they're getting margaritas and glasses of wine and I've just been, you know, hanging out with them just to be with them and chose not to drink. And again, it's about just surrounding yourself with people who are going to be supportive of you and eventually people will catch on. So that's the thing is like all of these excuses that you're throwing at yourself is just a lack of discipline. And once you start to get really disciplined and you don't let time stand in your way, you don't let your family and friends stand in your way. You don't let the lack of, you know, gym access stand in your way or gym confidence. You don't let, you know, fatigue stand in your way. Once you get super disciplined, that's when people will pay attention. That's when people will notice. That's when people will start to be super supportive of you. And that's also when you're just going to gain more confidence in yourself and more backbone and create momentum for yourself and it's going to be so much easier to stick with it when you're constantly overcoming all these excuses that you set for yourself but you have to start with day one of overcoming them and then once you get that it's just a compounding effect from there so keep on working on overcoming these excuses and you're going to create that momentum for yourself and just it's going to be so much easier for you to accomplish your fitness goals but that's basically all I wanted to talk about today. I know so many people are struggling with, you know, overcoming their excuses. And again, as an online fitness coach, I've worked with hundreds of women and these are the most common excuses that I have heard of. Um, these are just some of them too. I could make a whole list of a bunch of other excuses. And I just wanted to say thank you guys all for the support that you guys give me on Beyond the Bikini Radio. Again, if you are loving the podcast, make sure you give Beyond the Bikini Radio a rating and review on iTunes. That's the only way that we grow here on um, you know, the podcast list. What iTunes does is it pushes up the podcasts that have the most ratings and reviews, and then that way my podcast is able to help others. And again, if you're loving the episode, don't forget to tag me at Nicole Fairy Fitness on Instagram. And if you ever have a podcast idea that you want me to cover or a topic that's on your heart and on your mind, feel free to shoot me a DM and I'd be happy to write that on my to-do list. So I will talk to you guys later and have a great week. Hey guys, on the Beyond the Bikini podcast, you know I talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be hard to hit the gym consistently, track your macros to a T, and feel like you're making progress. So rather you're a newbie in the gym or someone who's been hitting the gym consistently but possibly hit a plateau, then I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. No, I do not only coach prep clients, but I coach lifestyle clients as well. I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym with your relationship with food and how I can help you reach your goals.